Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this broadcast. We thank you for each and everyone listening to me under the sound of my voice. We thank you, Father, for today's show where we'll be talking to gospel recording artist Kurt Carr. And Lord, we thank you, Father, for his song that will bless somebody else. Lord, we thank you for this broadcast that will bless somebody else. Lord, I thank you, Father, for me, who uh, is the host of this broadcast, who will bless somebody else. Lord, I thank you, Father, for those that are listening. Whatever they're doing this week, Father, Lord, I thank you that there will be a blessing to whoever they come in contact with and bless them and bless somebody else. Lord, I give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praises. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Are you listening? Four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Quayle. This is DJ Nicholas. Gospel Radio from Kingston, Jamaica. I'm Nina Taylor from the Gospel News. Well, this is Rock River alongside Red. You are listening to my boy Red with the RH3 show. And you're listening to the RH3 show. And you're listening to the RH3 show. Boss of Boss. Oh, yes. Keep it locked. What's going on, dog? What's going on, everybody? This is Red, host of the RH3 show, and I want to thank you for tuning in to another great day, another great broadcast here on the RH3 show. This is a brand new week, y'all, and I'm so excited for this week. This is a great week for the broadcast. We got today gospel recording artist Kurt Carr with us on the show. He's talking with uh, the gospel news commentator Nina Taylor, and he's going to bring his song Bless Somebody Else. As you heard on the promo for this week, that's what we're going to do, and that's what I want y'all to do, is bless somebody else and share the broadcast, all right? And also on Thursday, oh no, today we also got some more Ask Red Letters, y'all. I'm going to finish up some letters, and then we're going to talk about some little inside scoop with Red News. And um, what else we got? I think that's we got it. It's just a free day. We're going to free, relax, do whatever, whatever comes to mind. We're also going to be talking about the issue with Aisha Curry and, you know, what she said on um, Red Table Talk. And so we're going to speak on that. All right. And we're going to discuss that during the uh, Real Talk with Red discussion. And on Thursday, we got the lovely, the wonderful, the great, the most blessed y'all this woman here is an awesome and incredible woman y'all she has a great big heart and i'm so excited to have her on the show on thursday none other than a good friend of mine miss tiffany j miller she's here with a brand new book happily hidden and i don't Look, y'all, I don't have the book beside me, but which I'm going to get it on my break and, you know, read the cover of it and then, um, you know, and, you know, let y'all know more about the book and then we're going to get in depth with the book on Thursday. So, y'all, I want y'all to go um, listen to that broadcast and look, you may have a free gift, right? You may have a free gift. So, hey, be on, excuse me, be on the lookout for that and y'all. We just, I'm just so excited for this week. I don't know why. This week is just, this week here on the RC Show has me in, you know, in good spirits. And so, um, some things that were going on, you know, in my personal life that I want to say, Lord, I thank you, Father, for growth. I thank you, Father, for growth and, and some stuff that was about to take place. The Lord just said, don't worry about it. I'll handle it. I'll take care of it. You don't, you, don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. So, you know, we got to watch. You got to watch. I got to watch. You know, who you put your mouth on. So, you know, hey. Don't worry about it. 
but we're going to come back and talk more during our chit-chat session right here on the RH3 Show. If you're not tuning in to the RH3 Show Weekly, here's what you've missed. Not getting what you want can be a blessing. Can be a blessing. Not getting what you want can be a blessing. If you want this man that jumps on you all the time and you want and 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 you know you the type that you know have sex and, and you are around ladies, you are aroused by how he look and you know you um he's hung, you know, whatever, and, and men, you know, if you aroused by this woman with big breasts or whatever, and, and they are causing you trouble, not what not getting what you want can be a blessing to you as i say at the end of each broadcast know that i love you for real and always remember to live every day laugh every moment and love beyond words join the arch 3 show family for more about me or the broadcast you can visit my website at thearch3show.com The Inside Scoop with Red and the Gospel News with Nina is coming up next on the RH3 Show. Does your ministry, business, or organization need a new brand? Or maybe you're looking for a graphic artist to give your letterheads, publications, or your upcoming event flyer a little more pop and eye appeal? Then Integrity Media and Design is your one-stop shop. They offer many services that will suit your needs. Services such as media production and editing, graphic design, business identity, and much more. That's Integrity Media and Design. More information is available at integritymedia.weebly.com or on Facebook, Integrity Media and Design, or you can also find them on Twitter at OfficialIMD7. Integrity Media and Design. Media and Design with integrity in mind. You're listening to the RS3 Show. You can visit my website at thers3show.com. It is the Inside Scoop of the Red segment right here on the RS3 Show. Before I get into the news reports that I have, and then before Nina Taylor comes in with the gospel news that she have, <laughs> I want to uh, finish say I, I realized I didn't ask you finish asking you how y'all weekend will been, and I didn't tell y'all how mine was, and you know I just jumped right into. Um, you know what I was saying, but uh, my weekend was great. It was busy. I had a long week. Excuse me, up until Thursday. And so Thursday, um, y'all know I pre-recorded the broadcast Wednesday night, and um, Thursday I I just had um, um, I went to a book signing of Tiffany's, and so she'll be on here, you know, Thursday and. Um, what else did I do? Oh yeah, I went to Tiffany's book signing, and um, and then on Friday, I went on a road trip to my cousin's graduation. And so, y'all, she graduated from an HBCU, one of my favorite schools that I want to go to, and I'm not going to mention that. But yeah, she attended one of my uh, favorite schools, one of my most favorite schools, and so. It was great to be with family. It was great to be with family all week, um, all week from Thursday until um, Sunday, until Sunday. And so, you know, celebrated people, just celebrated people, celebrated people all week. Thursday, celebrated Tiffany. Friday, celebrated my cousin. Saturday, got up about, you know, got some things going around the house. That was Saturday morning, left out around noon um, to go two hours away from where I live at to go celebrate another cousin and um this cousin is the first cousin Brittany she's my second cousin she's my first cousin's daughter my actually my oldest cousin on my my oldest first cousin on my dad's side um his daughter and so this one is um 
me and Chris are first cousins because his dad and my dad are brothers. But anyway, um, went to celebrate him and his fiance in their new house. And plus they had a, well, the main event was um, a gender reveal. And so it was nice to see him, nice to see his fiance, nice to see his, his you know, their new home. And, and um, you know, nice to be with around with, with my family and, you know, his family and no my family and then majority of well it was on my side of the family it was just me and my uncle and then of course Chris mother was there and so we're me and Chris mother's tight I still call her my aunt but um you know everything was really nice and copacetic and cool and calm and collected and you know we just had a really good time I had a really good time and so um Chris and his fiance um uh um precious having a baby boy and so at first y'all I was thinking it was going to be a girl but I really wanted a boy I really wanted them to have a boy and when I got there I said oh let me throw this girl um thoughts out because she looks like she's carrying a boy to me she did when I saw her I said oh this is a boy this is a boy it ended up being a boy and so um congratulations to them and and then on sunday of course it was mother's day and we celebrated mother's day at church and i gave my mother a card and you know she was at church you know we go to the same church and so you know after that we went to a barbecue at one of our church family members house and we just enjoyed ourselves and so um yeah of course i don't drive and so i um caught a ride there my mother was already there and so we just had a good time they had a good time this weekend and so Sunday y'all I laughed my tail off at a, at, at, at Instagram y'all oh my goodness if it wasn't funny Marco it was Andrew Caldwell if it wasn't Andrew Caldwell on Facebook it was um um uh, <laughs> uh what's his name Pastor Kobe D. Mitchell y'all when that thing had me in here screaming, Kobe had me screaming. Kobe had me hollering, talking about some obituary. And he, he was talking about obituary. Then he said, um, you know, Lord bless the stew house. I, I'm not picking on the man, you know, talking because he has some special needs. But he, when I tell you that guy was preaching, he was preaching. But some of this, you know, of course he was. He, he's a little off, and I hate, and I don't want to be disrespectful whenever I say that. But he, he has some special needs, and he really was preaching from his heart. But when that girl came in there and scared the mess out of him, boy, I hollered. We was on Kobe's live for two hours. And those two hours had me in here. I was at home laying in the bed with tears down my eyes, wheezing, and my chest was hurting. My head was hurting. That's how bad I was laughing at Kobe. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, Sunday was the best day for laughter for me. And so I really enjoyed that. But anyway, that was my weekend. And that was, you know... How I spent my weekend. How did you spend your weekend? Please converse with me under the How I Spent My Weekend image on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash the RS3 show and on Instagram at the RS3 show. So, um, you all, I done spent six minutes. And so, let's hit the intro for Inside Scoop with Red News. Want the latest news regarding the TV, movies, sports, politics, and music industry? It is time for the Inside Scoop of the Red, right here on the RH3 Show. It is the Inside Scoop of the Red News right here on the RSC Show. Let me go ahead and hurry up really quick because Nina Taylor got to get hurt. And then we got to get um, 
my boy, Mr. Kurt Carr here. He's waiting to, to speak with us. And so, hey, Joyfish, y'all, is, is on May the 25th. And it is one of the country's largest gospel music festival, and which is returning to Carowinds. So, y'all, be blessed and inspired from award-winning musical gospel musicians, including Mary Mary, Marvin Sapp, Travis Green, Jonathan McReynolds, and a lot more and a lot more includes um my block fam the my block family um and there's some more it's some more great lineups on joyfest so please 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 check joyfest out if you if you got a um um amusement park near in your state see if joyfest is airing i mean not airing but it's having a concert and so it having one in you know carowinds here in north carolina so yeah check out Joyfest, all right? Check out Joyfest. Um, Steve Harvey, y'all, he's going through, you know, a lot. And he's just, you know, he said he's waiting for God. He waited he waited to see what God has for him on the next page. But he's, you know, he, of course, last week, his show, Steve, was officially canceled. And, uh, you know, the time slot was given to Kelly Clarkson's new variety talk show. And it has been reported that he has been replaced by Melissa McCarthy which will take host of Little Big Shots. And so, you know, according to People Magazine, it says that Melissa is just an incredible performer and incredible comedian. NBC's host chairman of entertainment, Paul uh, Telegaty, said in a statement adding that the mother of 248 will bring completely fresh perspective to it. So, hey, hey, Steve Harvey, you know, I don't want to count the man's coins, but it looked like he, he had a lot going on. Looked like he had a lot going on. He had little big shots. I don't know if Showtime and the Apollo are airing new shows, but I know they have done, you know, specials or special shows in the past. And, you know, he was doing that. He was doing Steve. He was doing his, his radio show. He was doing Family Feud, like people say. But uh, he <laughs> he was doing Family Feud, and it, it's a lot that he was doing. And so I'm, I don't want to, you know, say that, that it's good that he has, you know, his light, his, his plate is being lifted. But, you know, I feel sorry for the cat. But just continue to keep him in your prayers. Continue to keep him in your prayers because I would hate to lose, you know, a job in two weeks like that. And so, you know, shout out to him and his family. Continue to even play for play. Pray for his marriage. Alright? Pray for his marriage. Um Russell Wilson, y'all. That is one cool cat. I love Russell Wilson. I love how he treats his wife. I love how he treats his mother. And speaking of his mother, um, you know, he, he, of course, he just come off of being, uh, of becoming the highest paid quarterback in the industry, in the NFL. But, you know, he used his newfound coins to make his Mother's Day extra special for his mom. He surprised her with a brand new house. And he quoted on Instagram, which you can find it at Dangerous, D-A-N-G-E-R-U-S-S Wilson, um, on Instagram. He said, all these years you have never asked me for anything. Only thing that you ever wanted is for me to love. And, well, thanks for loving us the way you do. This one for you. I love you, Mama. And that was his caption of the videos on Instagram. So, shout out to Russell and his family. And shout out to his mama. Congratulate her on her new house. Mama, I ain't going to say when. But I'm going to do you the same way, boo. But I'm going to do you the same way, you and a few more people. But you're going to be first. Of course, you're going to be first. And so, you know, hey, I cannot wait to make that money to where I can do that for my mom. Uh, do that and do that for my lady or whatever. And so, look, say, boo, here, you've been working so hard. You know, you've been, you, you've working on, you know, the things that you want to work on, your empire or whatever. I want to bless you with this or whatever. And so, yeah, shout out to Russell. Shout out to Russell. Empire, y'all. This is the last season after six seasons. And I don't think I've watched Empire since the third season, maybe. Or whenever one of the Lions had their first grandchild. But I haven't watched it in years. 
I haven't watched it in maybe two, three years or whatever. But anyway, it is reportedly being canceled after. Well, it's not reported. It's, it's just being canceled after its sixth season. So this is the last season. And I don't even know how Andre is sick on there. But I'm reading in my reports. But, you know, it just comes after Jussie Smollett was, you know, one of the show stars was the center of the national controversy, you know, over whether he staged an attack that described as a hate crime. And so, honestly, y'all, I'm going to give my opinion on that again. And it has changed from the beginning, but I will say this, um, you know, I believed him. I really do believe him, but now I really, you know, I believed him and I said, it, you know, it, it, it was a 50-50 with me. Half and half believe that he did stage it, half and half believe me that he didn't. And so, you know, whatever is innocent and whatever, whatever, you know, make him innocent or whatever. So fine being, I don't, I, you know, I like just, he, I like his family, but I really do also think on the other flip side of it is that, and I know allegedly, um, it was said that, 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 that Lee put him through some things, you know, you know, whatever back in the day or whatever. I don't know. But uh, I think, I really think Jussie did this, Jussie did this out of spite to, of course, I knew it was going to ruin, you know, ruin Empire. And so, hey, it's ruining Lee's Empire, because Star is now canceled, Lee Daniels' other show. And so, you know, hey, this is all a domino effect on things that's dealing with Lee Daniels. And so that's my conspiracy for that, my thoughts and my conversation on that. And so, hey, whatever it is, I hope, you know, wish the best for everybody on that cast because now they are out of a job. Not only on that cast, but on Star as well. So, hey, things are happening for them. Speaking of things happen for people, Justin Timberlake and Missy Elliott are now Dr. Justin, Justin Timberlake. And what is Missy Elliott's real name? Um... Uh, Melissa, Melissa, Dr. Melissa Elliott, uh, Melissa, Mr. Meaner Elliott. Um, they are both now doctors from um, Berkeley College of Music. Of music. Uh, so shout out to them. Shout out to them. And then um, I was going to speak on Madonna, but the only thing you know in there, you know, I've been saying this, and I even said that of even about Dr. Cosby, is that. Um, you know, she was speaking on Michael Jackson and said that he was proven um, innocent. He was innocent until proven guilty. And so, of course, this man is dead. I mean, what are y'all going to gain from all of this? Hmm? I'm not watching on Leaving Neverland. Are you serious? Get out of here. Um, so, yeah. But my Washington Redskins dog. Come on. We have officially signed our first, the first round pick, Dwayne. Haskins, he's now under contract, but Haskins put in, uh, put ink to the paper on a four-year deal with a standard fifth-year option, viewed as a surprise follow on draft night. This is all recorded to Redskins Wire. Um, the Redskins stayed put and got Haskins at number 15, potentially solving a problem that was held uh, the franchise back for years. There was never any doubt Haskins would get under contract quickly. Haskins, who was the blessing of Joe, who has the blessing of Joe Theismann to wear number seven, is set to learn from Alex Smith while competing with Case Keenum. At, you know, for the starting gig, he will also do while comfortably connecting with third-round pick and former Ohio State teammate Terry McLaurin. So, shout out to. Dwayne Haskins, and I hope he get, um, yeah, hope he, you know, you know, is, is, is competing for the starting gig of, of, of first round, um, I mean, first, first, excuse me, our first quarterback or whatever, our, our first, you know, line quarterback, um, that's it for my portion of the Inside Scoop of Red News. Here is Nina Taylor with This Week in Gospel News. Coming back, more of the RS3 show. I got an Ask Red Letter. Just going to read one, and then we're going to uh, get no. After Nina Taylor, is going to be um, uh, Kurt's car. All right? After the commercial break, it's going to be Kurt's car. Coming up next right here on the RS3 show. Take it away, Nina, all right?
Nina Taylor, and here is your gospel news. One of the major figures in gospel music in the 21st century is Donnie McClurkin. He occupies a territory that lies somewhere between the modern gospel of Kirk Franklin, the gospel soul of Andre Crouch, and the contemporary traditionalism of Marvin Winans. McClurkin served as associate minister at Marvin Winans Perfecting Church prior to establishing his own Perfecting Faith Church in Freeport, New York in 2001. By that point, he had one hit under his belt. The Perfecting Church served as a foundation for McClurkin. It's not only to build upon his musical career, but to expand him into television and film. Raised in Amityville, Long Island, Donnie McClurkin saw his fair share of trauma as a child. At the age of eight, he lost his younger brother to a hit-and-run accident. His aunt sang for Andre Crouch that inspired him to form the McClurkin Singers. While he was an adolescent, he would also form the New York Restoration Choir, which recorded an album called I See a World. Before that, he headed to Detroit and served as associate minister in 1989. His self-titled debut was in 1996, featuring the hit Stand, along with Speak to My Heart. Revived from the New York Restoration Choir, Donnie McClurkin turned it into a hit, winning a Grammy for Traditional Soul Gospel Album and earning a Dove Award nomination. It would later be certified gold. This helped establish McClurkin as a star in his own right. In 1998, he contributed two songs to the album The Prince of Egypt. He then gained greater momentum in 2000, releasing Live in London and More. It hit number one on the Billboard Gospel Charts, and it's on its way to platinum certification. It also gave its only R&B crossover in the form of the single We Fall Down. While Chesley Crist won the Miss USA crown, it marked more than a personal triumph. It meant for the first time ever in history, three African-American women are reigning as Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America. The North Carolina lawyer completed the historic triple crown a couple of weeks ago. The 2019 Miss America Nia Franklin and recently crowned 2019 Miss Teen USA Kaylee Garris. The three young women who have focused their energy on demonstrating how standards of black beauty speak for American standards of beauty. These three standard barriers prove that black beauty is at the heart of a 21st century American ideal. Nia Franklin from New York won her title in September in Atlantic City, New Jersey, becoming the first woman to win the Miss America crown without having to perform a swimsuit competition. Garris from New Haven, Connecticut won her crown in April and hopes to one day become a trauma nurse. Nia Franklin was born in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. She lived in that state through graduate school. She earned an undergraduate degree in composition from East Carolina University and a master's in fine arts from the University of North Carolina's School of the Arts. Nia was crowned Miss Five Boroughs at the age of 23, then went on to win the Miss New York pageant in 2018 and was awarded the job of Miss America 2019 on September 9th. Cheslia Chris, she received three degrees from two different universities. She was born in April 1991 in Charlotte, North Carolina. Chesley graduated with a Juris Doctorate degree, a Master's of Business Administration from Wake Forest University, and she also earned her Bachelor of Science in Business Administration from the Honors College at the University of South Carolina. Kaylee Garris is a dual enrolled student finishing her senior year at Joseph A. Foreman High School and the Education Center of the Arts where she studies theater. Here's your Billboard Top 10 Gospel Songs. Number 10, Corinne Hawthorne, Unstoppable. 9, Todd Delaney, You're Doing It All Again. Number 8, Joshua Rogers, Pour Your Oil. 7, Donald Lawrence presents the Tri-City Singers featuring Leandria Johnson, Deliver Me. 6, Nashville Life Music, My God. 5, Ja'Kalen Carr, It's Yours. Demetrius West and Jesus Promoters has the number 4 song with Open the Floodgates. Number 3, Fresh Start Worship, Mention. Number 2, Fred Jerkins featuring Last Call with Victory. And number 1 for 3 weeks, Kirk Franklin with Love Theory. That's your Billboard Top 10 songs, your salute to Miss America, Miss USA, and Miss Teen USA, and your gospel news. I'm Nina Taylor. Let's get back to more great gospel music on this great station. We're live and we are direct, giving it to you straight. 
No chaser. No. We do that every week, so go ahead and share the broadcast and bless somebody else. Tuesday, we start a brand new week and all new broadcasts of the RH3 show. Join me on Tuesday with the gospel recording artist Kurt Carr here with his brand new song. And on Thursday, we got author Tiffany J. Miller here with her brand new book, Happily Hidden. You don't want to miss this week. The RH3 Show every Tuesday and Thursday from 6p to 7p Eastern. For more about the broadcast, please visit the RH3Show.com. If you're not tuning into the RH3 Show weekly, here's what you've missed. You need to walk with a level of confidence and a level of integrity and a level of respect. Whether you are a pastor, an apostle, a bishop, a prophet, a teacher, an evangelist, or whoever in the gospel, uh, you know, fivefold ministry, gospels, you know, whatever, whatever title that you hold, you, whether if it's gospel or not, well, if you you just a lay member, or whether you just somebody in politics or somebody in the community, a teacher, whatever, you need to hold a, a, a higher standard whenever somebody's trying to correct you. Just because you are archbishop or senior bishop or the chief bishop or chief prophetess, chief prophet or whatever, whatever chief you are, you need to accept correction as well. As I say at the end of each broadcast, know that I love you for real. And always remember to live every day, laugh every moment, and love beyond words. Join the Arch 3 Show family. For more about me or the broadcast, you can visit my website at thearch3show.com. What I just told you, that's how I up. felt. If that's how I so you're felt. To say if I wanted to say that, I would have wrote it. I, well, you said, implied that. I said what I said. That's you don't like it, it, you don't like it. It's the Real Talk with Red segment right here on the Arch 3 Show. Hey, everybody. My special guest is, you know, I, I have a saying on my show, the man, the myth, the legendary Kurt Carr. How you doing today, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. You know, we haven't spoken for about 15 years. <laughs> wow. It's been that long. Yeah. I, I remember you were, I think, you, were you living in California or something? Um, Los Angeles. You, yes, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. You were living in California, and you were talking to me, and you were doing your lawn. You were watering your grass or something. I, I'll never forget. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> isn't it amazing how some things just stay with you forever? Anyway, uh, where are you living at now? I live in Houston now. I've been here for mm-hmm. about 15 years, actually. So I yeah. must have been moving when we talked. So I think you were cleaning up the grass for the, for the next people. <laughs> a lot easier to get around than it is to, you know, being in L.A. so far to travel every week. Yeah. So been here for 15 years, and God is good. And we're actually um, just wrapping up, um, finishing up a new album that's coming out in July. Okay. Now, we already had the first single, and we'll get to that. I want to go back and tell everybody the story of Kurt Carr, how you got started, and when did you decide that this was your calling, what you wanted to do for a living? Well, I, I don't think I decided. I think God decided for me. It's amazing uh-huh. because I grew up in a family that had Christian principles, but we were not church-going people. We didn't go to church every Sunday. We usually went to church once a year, maybe twice a year. And okay. when I was 15, we moved around the corner from the church that we'd go to once a year. Literally, I could open my door and see in the sanctuary. And I think God moved me to my destiny. And one Sunday morning, I asked my mom if I could go to church, and I went by myself. Started going Sunday after Sunday, and then I eventually joined, and then my mom came back to church, and my brother and sister, all of us started coming to church, and um, I believe that God um, moved me into my destiny. So it wasn't something I chose to do. It was just what my hands were doing. I was always into music, mm-hmm. but never really gospel music. And when I moved around the corner from the church, I got involved in the choir, and the rest is history. All right. Where did you grow up? Was that in uh, California? In Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford. Oh, okay. From Hartford, East Coast. Okay, okay. So when did you put the uh, the choir together and started recording? 
1991 was my first album. I actually had a group in Connecticut, but in 1991, I started um, the Kirk Carr Singers, and we got a recording contract. Reverend James Cleveland, I was playing for him at the time, and his daughter, LaShawn, and I were good friends, and she did her first concert at his church. He didn't know that she could really sing, and she asked me to put together the choir and the background and the the music, and I did. And he sat there. He didn't know that I had those other gifts. And she and I started the Kirk Carr Singers after that, and we got our first contract and did our first album in 1991. That's amazing. All right. So what was your first hit? What was your first hit? My first hit was an arrangement of Holy, Holy, Holy that we did. And people just, it was, it was, a showstopper. Everyone just loved it, and um, yeah. we're too young, too old to sing it now. It's too high. <laughs> <laughs> it's too high. Okay. <laughs> but, but that was our that uh-huh. was our first hit. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was a, the thing that kind of separated us. Everyone was like, "Wow!" And and I remember we had our first major experience at the GMWA. I guess it was before '91, and every single person in the in the building was on their feet. And it was like a move of God. They couldn't get any order after that. And was I think that was kind of when God put his hand on us and left the signature that, you know, this was what we we're supposed to do. And shortly after that, we got the contract and um, I've been making records ever since. You know, you all have such an amazing sound. You know, how do you, how do you select singers for the Kirk Carr Singers? Well, I generally don't. I let God do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't. This is the first year. Last year I had auditions. I auditioned um, 500 people. I don't even want to call it audition. I listened to 500 yeah. people. Yeah. And I wanted to do something for millennials. Um, first, to expand my audience and broaden my audience. But number two, just to be a blessing to these young, gifted people. A lot of them are so gifted, but they have no direction and no development. So I decided to choose two people in their 20s and I put them inside in my group um, for however long God would say but to be able to mentor them and to show them the ropes and teach them about music and teach them about how to sing and not just do runs and not just scream but how to sing and how to sing a song and about the business and so I chose two people it's the first time I've ever really had auditions for the group otherwise I just let God lead me to people I'll be somewhere and someone will start singing and I'm like that's it you know because I learned when you pick people and you don't really pray about it first, um, sometimes you have issues because <laughs> you can pick a gift that's attached to a devil. Yeah, that's true. Amen. I know about that. <laughs> um, who are some of the people, is there anyone that, you know, who's maybe gone on to a solo career that have gone through the uh, Kirk Carr Singers? Oh yeah, lots of people. Um, mm-hmm. It's been it, it. It's almost some of my singers say being with me is like being in a training ground. Yeah, a lot yeah. of my musicians and singers. One of my musicians um, is the music director for Earth, Wind, and Fire, and mm-hmm. one of my musicians, a female, one of the great keyboard players. Um, I was so hard on her, but now she was the. She was the main keyboard player for Prince. And, of course, Erica and Tina were in the choir when I did for Every Mountain. And Smokey was in the group for two years before he made his first album. So it's a it's a blessing to be able to use my gift mm-hmm. and to be able to, to see others go on to do great things. Because everyone that works with me is an artist. They're not just background singers. I don't pick background mm-hmm. singers. Anybody can do that. But each person in my group is an artist in their own right, and we come together and make great music, and then we go and do things separately, but come back together and do things again when God when God would have it. Okay, out of all the songs that you've recorded to date, what's been a couple of your favorites? You know, it's usually not the one that everyone yeah <laughs> everyone else gravitates to. The ones I write in 15 minutes are the ones that everyone loves. And the ones that I spend weeks and months over, people don't get it. But um, recently, Kathy Taylor, um, the great singer, recorded one of my favorite songs. It was called The Blood Still Has Miraculous Power. And Mm -hmm. it's on the album with Awesome Wonder. And I feel like it's one of the greatest songs I've written about the gospel. 
Because there's not too many songs about the blood and the cross and the grave and anymore. And I think lyrically and musically, I think it's one of my greatest songs. And um, I thank God that she redid it um, just about a year ago, and she's making it popular now. So that's one of my favorites. But it's hard to say because it's like asking who's your favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. What was it like the first time you heard yourself on radio? Uh, I, I can't really pinpoint the first time I heard myself on the radio, but I will tell you this. I have a best friend in Connecticut where we met on the bus stop when we were 10 years old, and we're still friends after all these years, best friends. And he's a minister, and he had a radio station in Connecticut, and he had a big anniversary. And one year he had Donald Lawrence and Hezekiah Walker and Ricky Dillard and some other people. And I sat in the audience next to him, and the entire audience knew Donald's music and Hezekiah's music. And I leaned over to him and said, I pray one day just to hear one of my songs where everyone in the audience knew the whole song. <laughs> and a year later, we were in that same building, and I was singing, we lift our hands in the sanctuary. And, yes, and it's just yes. been ever since then. That's the thing that I remember the first like time, like, wow, it's, it's an amazing thing. And to mainly to know that God has um, blessed you, but also that to know that you're blessing other people. That is a wonderful song. I remember when you came to Ohio and we just, that song went on for, for days, it seemed like. It was mm -hmm. such a wonderful yep. experience. We've sung that song a long time. And, you know, yeah. I think I was prophetic when I wrote that first line. Oh, God, once again, <laughs> we yeah. come into your presence. Because now I'm like, oh, God, once again, I got to sing this song. <laughs> it's a blessing, you know, that it's a great it, that people love it. And it inspire. it's a feel-good song. It just makes everyone yeah. feel good and reminds them that we do come to lift our hands in the sanctuary, to give God praise in the midst of whatever we're dealing with in our lives. Where's the... I'm not talking about here in the U.S. Where have you been where you would like to maybe go back and, and minister again out of the country? I've been to 30 countries um, mm -hmm. and counting. <laughs> so yes. I, it's just always a blessing to know that, that your music crossed the waters. For, for some reason with gospel music, the international distribution is not that great. But... Mm -hmm. Somehow, some way, God has blessed my music to cross oceans and cross cultures. And as I said, been to 30 different countries. And mm -hmm. it's always very humbling to see because nobody could have done it but, but God. Because the record companies yeah. don't have major distribution in other countries. So it's, it's very humbling. And I can't pinpoint one place, but I just love international travel because it just shows the power of the gospel and the power of God's um, anointing on a song. It can make someone in Japan feel a certain way that doesn't even understand the words. So mm -hmm. it's a blessing. How has social media changed what you do? You know, um, with this, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this new album I'm working on because it's the... Mm -hmm. I don't do albums every year like some people. It takes me like five or six years to do an album. First of all, I try to have enough good songs on there where I don't have just one song so I can, mm -hmm. you know, sing and travel off a song, an album for several years. But also I tell people I got to live the songs first before I write them. So mm -hmm. there's a, a big tank time span. And within the last six years, social media has really um, boomed even more. So it would be interesting to see what God is going to do through this new album. And um, I was telling someone the other day, imagine how big in the sanctuary would be if we had mm -hmm. big social media back then. So mm -hmm. it's a way to touch the world in a, the tap of a button. So I'm interested to see what God is going to do. And I'm already seeing with the new song that I've got out now what, how quickly it's spreading like wildfire um, because mm -hmm. of social media. Well, the first day that your people sent it to us, it was on the air the next day. So Thank we were so just, like, much. excited you. that uh, you had a new album. So about the new album, what's the name of it, and when can we expect it? I believe it's coming out on July 19th, and the name of it is Bless Somebody Else, which is the theme of my life. It's not just a song, but 
it's something that I try to do. And people that know me, like my godmom, she was like, oh, baby, that's your testimony. I'm like, well, that's what I've tried to do. <laughs> uh-huh. God has been so good yeah. to me. And you just can't keep it to yourself when you're blessed. You've got to bless other people. Right. Okay. On the new album, what are, what are, the, what are the songs that you want us to look out for? All of them. Fifteen tracks. Just <laughs> yes. fifteen songs and um yes. I I think it's some of my greatest work. I always just try to keep doing something great. People, you know, put a lot of pressure on you when you have major hits or whatever. What are you gonna do after that? I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna let God do it. I'm not trying yes. to redo Sanctuary. I'm not trying to redo for every mountain. I'm not trying to redo this one and that one. I didn't do that. God did it. So I just do my best, and literally I'm a perfectionist. I literally have been working on this album for two years. Um, wow. And I wrote the songs even a year before that. So for three years, working on one thing. And so I put my heart and soul into it, and then I release it to God and let him do what he wants to do. I don't know what song's going to be the song. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going to be the hit, who's going to be blessed, but I know that if God's hand is on it, it's going to do something. Now, I know there's got to be one or two songs on it that you really, really, you know, this, to you, there's something really special about the song. Now, the record company may feel differently, and that always happens, so... What, what What's that song? Well, the first song I released is Bless Somebody Else. It's the one I feel strongly yeah. about because in this climate today, yeah. we, you know, I don't like to get into politics, but we are watching the heads of this country being the most selfish, narcissistic people that we've ever seen in life that don't care about anybody but themselves. And we know that is not Christendom. That's not Christ-like. And the one thing that God says is that men shall know that we are disciples of Christ by our love one to another. So I wrote this song, Bless Somebody Else. And it's very important to me because it's not just a song. It's the theme of my life. But also it pays tribute to the woman who stood by my side for 25 years, Dorothy King. We started together. We took the door off one of my clocks closets in my two-bedroom apartment, and that closet became Kirk Carr Productions, and Dorothy stood by my side to build my ministry to what it is today and my brand to what it is today. Um, She was the most unselfish, selfless, giving person whose ministry literally was blessing other people. That's what gave her joy. She didn't have a lot of money. She didn't have a lot of resources all the time, but whatever she had she gave to other people and a few years ago as i was about to take the stage at the stellar award she passed away of a massive heart attack and it just devastated my life because she was my life partner we just every area of my life she was in and for 25 years and my family and so from that time i decided how am I going to pay tribute to this woman? And I tried to write a song about her and the passing of my mom and 15 other people in one year. Um, very, very tough time in my life. And I tried to write a song about it, and I just I couldn't do it. It was just too emotionally yeah. tough. And when I came up with this song, Bless Somebody Else, or something, you know what? This is Dorothy's song. This is a song that I'm going to put out that's going to immortalize her that's going to let the world know who this great woman is and the legacy that she leaves behind. Even when I'm gone, people are going to be picking up the song saying, who's Dorothy? Because I call it Dorothy's song on purpose because yeah. I want people to say, yeah. who is that's she? And said. they who's can Dorothy? search and find yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that song is very special to me, and we'll, we'll see what else God is going to do. Okay. All right, last question. If there's any one thing which can be a lot, what is the one thing that you want everyone to know about the music and the ministry of Kirk Carr? Well, that is God breathed and that as I said, I don't do albums every year. I could I can write a song right now about your name. Because I have that talent. <laughs> And that's, yes. I've studied music. I've studied composition. I can do that. But it's the songs like For Every Mountain that when I told my testimony, basically, when I go deep down inside myself and ask God to speak, 
that's the ones that are blessed. So that's what I want people to know, that the music is real from a real place. It's songs that I've lived. Um, I'll tell you one of the songs I um, wrote, I got back up two years ago. The girl that sings for Every Mountain has had cancer and a a series of illnesses. I mean, for about three years straight. Mm-hmm. tremendous um, season of illness and I went to raise money for her to do a big benefit with the entire group and after the first song I tripped over the monitor and fell on stage for the first time in my life and of course it went viral and everyone laughing or whatever and I wrote a song called I Got Back Up <laughs> wow. and, um, yes. it's a bit, so it's like those are the kinds of things that if I hadn't went one of the church mothers at my church said you just that was a million dollar fall watch every mm-hmm. I made t-shirts called I got back up and every time mm-hmm. I wear it people in the mall white people black people Asian people Russian people where can I get that shirt I said oh trust me you can get it it's going to be available <laughs> and those are the kinds of things that happen in your life and you have to yeah. I say I made some lemonade because it was a thing. It was embarrassing. It was hurtful. Because, you know, people can be kind of harsh on the Internet. And, you know, after all these years of blessing people, to see people, you know, feel like they turned on you or whatever. But I didn't get negative. I didn't go off. I just said, okay, God, what do you want to say to this? And I said, everyone that, that laughed, that was funny to you, was entertained by it, send her a dollar. And I can't remember how many thousands of dollars she got. So my fall blessed somebody else. So those are the kinds of ways that my music speaks. And that's what I want you to see when you hear my music, that it comes from a real place in life. I thank you so much for your support over these years, 15 years. But thank you so much. And I appreciate you for already playing the song, Bless Somebody Else, featuring a barrage of artists. Um, Mm -hmm. But thank you so much for your support over these years. Oh, no problem at all. And I thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much. God bless. Here's Mr. Kurt Carr with Bless Somebody Else with a Barrage of Music Artists. And we'll be back to close out today's broadcast. Today we're about really, really fast, y'all. I ain't even get to read the letters. But, hey, we got another day for it. But here is Kurt Carr with Bless Somebody Else. Be back in a moment. Because when we use our lives to bless others, it makes the world a better place. So I reached out to some of my friends that I know have blessed the world to encourage you to find a way to bless somebody
here's my vibe. Every time you bless, you can trust me. You can trust me to bless somebody else. Trust me to bless somebody else. Pass the smoking off of my man. great show i enjoyed that song bless somebody else beautiful beautiful so let's challenge each other today or this week whatever you do you know if god bless you go ahead and bless somebody else go ahead and be a blessing to somebody else i know that i love you for real and always remember to live every day laugh every moment and love yourself and other people beyond words join us on thursday so excited Join us on Thursday with uh, uh, Arthur and Minister. But we get more into the logistics on that on Thursday. But Arthur and Minister Tiffany J. Miller is with us on Thursday to talk about her book, Happily Hidden, which is the single woman's working journal and guide to preparing for the best. So we'll have her on the show. We'll have a good time. I'm so excited for that. But again, for more about me or the broadcast, you can visit my website at thearstitcher.com. I'll see y'all on Thursday, alright? Peace. Switch my old status, that's from sin to the saint. As winners, we can't live by the picture they paint. Because they know that all the inner retains. So we must live out our lives with a sense of restraint. Which means do I live and we ain't? We are controlled by the flesh, we're depicted as quaint. And pray without a quitter's complaint. And being able to turn down your dinner at eight. Because the price that he paid for me Gave to me my freedom So I'm not in slavery Christ made a way for me Grace me then paid for me A way back to God Through the life that he gave for me huh. And made me able to switch Our lives were in darkness Then he came with a switch So we don't walk like we used to Talk like we used to Call us for honor And he'll do it for you too Yeah and we gotta praise